Hi, you guys. Get Caught Up is on the move. Welcome to the new GCU. Follow us on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. That's GCU underscore podcast. And make sure you follow our new web address at anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. The Get Caught Up podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. You are now tuned in to the Get Caught Up podcast author interviews. Welcome to our show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up podcast. I am your host, Untame, the originator and creative creator of the Get Caught Up podcast. And we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are an aspiring, new, or even a seasoned author, and you need a little bit of help on your literary journey, head over to www.untamedpublishing.net to the Books and More store, where there are a variety of services that are offered to help authors on their literary journey such as synopsis writing, editing, proofreading, and it is also your stop if you would like to have an author interview, just like the one we're hosting tonight. So that website again is www.untangedpublishing.net. Well, you guys, it is almost the holiday season. So I want to take this time out ahead of time to thank you guys so much for rocking with the Get Caught Up podcast, for all of our author interviews, our reading tips, our Writer Wednesday tips, and our Sunday Socially Conscious Corner. And I want to take the time out right now to make sure I tell you guys I have to have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. So... Please enjoy yourself, eat all the trimmings and all the great food, and just enjoy yourself and just listen to some playbacks of the Get Caught Up podcast while you're at it. And I want to thank our sponsors and our supporters. This would not be possible without you. Well, you guys, tonight, you know what time it is. Grab your tea, grab your wine, sit back, kick back, and relax. We are in for a brand new author interview. And tonight, we will be interviewing none other than Dr. Gloria Bozar. And I'm going to read you guys a little bit about her. Dr. Gloria Bozar is a New Jersey-based sociologist, child advocate, caseworker, author of the new children's book, ABCs of Child Sexual Abuse and a First-Time Mother. Dr. Gloria specializes in children and families for over a decade, and she holds a Bachelor of Science in Sociology with human concentration from Centenary University, a master's degree in public policy from Monmouth University, and graduating from Walden University with a doctoral degree. 
Dr. Gloria writes character educational content to bring awareness, educate, and prevent childhood trauma. With over a decade of working, training, and personal experience, she brings her Fafa and Glow Glow series, which ranges from child sexual abuse to illness, death, colorism, and much more. Without further ado, you guys, I would like to welcome and introduce the song and present to others, Dr. Gloria Rosa. Hi, Dr. Gloria. How are you doing this evening? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am doing amazing. I am doing awesome. I'm so glad that you are here with us this evening. Um, and the time, I always say things are such perfect timing. Um, although we are about to go into a little holiday break with school, I love the fact that you're a doctor, you work with kids, and you work in these unique situations because as a nation, we are in a unique situation with our children in school. Mm -hmm. And so as I thought about this interview, I said, oh my gosh, this is such perfect timing because the realization that a lot of people don't have is that for the one, you know, our school system here just shut down again completely. Like everybody's working and having to do school from home now mm-hmm. until after the holiday because COVID cases were so high. Yeah. And there are a lot of kids who their home situation is not the best. Um, not because, not just because of, you know, no Wi-Fi and all of that stuff, no computers, but, you know, they're not. They don't have food, um, you know, proper food. They don't have proper supervision or they're in a a very scary, hairy situation that we don't know about, you know, that school was their escape, you know, whether it was verbal abuse, physical abuse, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. And so now they're having to be at home constantly, constantly around that situation so I was like oh my gosh this is you know now that we're coming back out of break this is a great time to have this interview with someone who specializes in this so as I read in your bio you know I know that you are um you have your degree in sociology and you work specifically with children so why was working with children the important aspect for you Um, thank you for having me. First, I want to, you know, say thank you for having me today to speak with you and speak to the um, listeners. Um, so to answer your question, children is important to me because I was a child. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I experienced a lot of, um, I would say, trauma. And children should be able to enjoy their their childhood, mm-hmm. have fun, you know, laugh, play with other kids. They shouldn't be in situations where they're hurt, sad, depressed, not even knowing they're depressed, or they have anxiety, not even knowing they have anxiety because they're too young to understand what's happening. So when I went to, and when I went to go get my degree, I was actually aiming for social work, but instead I switched to sociology because there's so much more in sociology that I could tackle. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went into sociology. And with my focus being children, um, I work with many, many organizations addressing um, children and families. And with me being a caseworker, a case manager, you know, a sister, sister worker, I realized that children need advocacy. They need someone to speak for them. But as a worker, I realized 
we can only do so much children to be able to use their voices and speak up for themselves and mm. but i want to be able to help them be, be strong enough to speak out for themselves protect themselves and advocate for themselves along with the support of social workers case workers you know teachers parents friends uncles aunts but without them we can only do so much absolutely and you are correct and and i'm glad that that is something that you you emphasize on because to me just in the in i'm not anywhere near versed with you but i work with you know children have kids and just working with my my children's friends and in church you know having to work with kids there a lot of times you know they just don't have the courage to speak out and say what's going on. And so I think the focus on teaching them, you know, what to say and, and how to say it and that they have the power to mm-hmm. say it is, is, is something that's needed because, and that's one of the, you know, one of the most important parts, you know, because that's the only way that we can really bring awareness and bring the situations to root, you know, whatever it is that is interfering with the children's ability to be, you know, to grow and be successful and thrive and learn how to deal with life, you know. And I know I started out, you know, because like I said, I I was thinking as I thought about the interview, I was thinking about all of these children and, you know, what they must be going through. And so just really quickly, is there any, you know, advice that you would give to parents or caretakers or you know, if they, they're they having to leave their children in the cares of others right now during this pandemic by, by their children having to stay at home, is there some advice that you could give them like, or to, or to even to children, you know, for their children, to teach their children, like to tell them, I need to know what's going on with you. You know, what are some signs or yeah, some, something that's that the they The keyword right there, signs. The best advice okay. I could give a parent, a caregiver and a child is understanding, they have to understand what is truly an unsafe environment. And for them to understand, they have to be aware of the warning signs of behavior changes or emotional changes. That way they could see what's happening and either address it, or if it's something that they could prevent, they'll prevent it. So they will have to educate themselves, parents and caregivers, educate themselves and to see what's What's happening different in the children's, you know, behavior, emotional, and their everyday life. If they're starting to, you know, feel unsafe, if they're starting to not want to be around a certain parent or a certain child or a certain adult, start asking questions. Why? What happened? What's going on? Are you okay? What happened at the, at the party? Who are you with at the party? What was the best time? What was the worst time? And I think questions that open-ended questions that have the kids starting to talk without them knowing they're actually, you know, telling them, telling you if something is wrong, make them more comfortable to be open, to speak openly with you. And if you know that something's not right, you could seek help. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so taking from that all that you have done and have worked with you know children 
what was your inspiration in that to become a published author? You know, what what influenced you to move your your counseling advice over to saying, okay, I just want to publish a book about this. You know, it's a I wouldn't say funny story, but it's it's a a long okay long story short. So um, I'm I've been through a lot. I have a lot of um, past history with, with a lot of different trauma. So I was writing my memoir through diaries and journals that I kept as a child. I was starting to put together, you know, my memoir and a certain chapter tackled child sexual abuse that I experienced as a child. And that chapter was very hard to write because me being a sociology major, me being a caseworker, I knew that it was still happening, of course. Me going into these homes, me talking with these families, these parents, I was unable to be as transparent as I wanted to because I couldn't bring in my personal, you know, experiences to my work. And companies wouldn't allow me to, I wouldn't say allow, but companies had, you know, rules and order we couldn't boundaries mm-hmm. with the family and I knew that I could do so much more so I was thinking let me write a children's book to spread awareness to educate and to prevent because if I'm writing a book based on my education my training and my experiences companies can't tell me what I can and cannot say I want it to be to be real to be raw to be uncensored to you know let the, let the parents know exactly what's happening, how is it happening, what can you do, the statistics, you know, like, in a way, in a way, I wanted to put it all out there in a book without it being censored, mm. basically. Right, absolutely. And, and it's, a, it's a different way to reach the the families who you would like to reach in a very you know from a personal perspective because like you said you can't bring your personal perspective into your work because there are rules and regulations that you have to abide by so a book is a different way where you're messaging where it might not be fully you know heard or understood one way it could be heard and understood a different way we know with a different message so I like that I appreciate it I think that is awesome and wonderful because you know that is just a, a different way of connection you know to have it in a book and then to have it to bring that awareness mm-hmm. and that is the biggest thing that I think is important for children and adults you know, because as adults, sometimes we're, we get busy in life and so we glaze over, you know, the things that we need to be aware mm-hmm. of. And children are, are, you know, they're children. So there are things that they're just not privy to that they need to be aware of at times. So I think, you know, having a book that addresses that and brings that education is something that is so special and so needed. So I'm excited Thank- for it. But yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. So what we are going to do right here is we're going to take a quick break 
And then when we come back, we are going to get into the book series, the Fafa Fa and Glow Glow series. <laughs> yeah. I love those names. Those are so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. I like Fafa and Glow Glow. But we will get into the series when we come back in just a moment. JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. Butterflies, if you want the hottest trends for the latest fashions, custom press on nails, and sensual candles, shop www.butterflyspiritbiz.com. That's www.butterflyspiritbiz.com. And follow them on Instagram at ButterflySpiritLLC. Hey Untamables, it's Kiana Danae, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course my website at kianadanae.wordpress.com. Now back to the show. Hello, 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 and we are back, and welcome back to the Get Caught Up Podcast. Tonight, we are interviewing Dr. Gloria, and she has explained to us about what she does in her profession with sociology and how she is an advocate for the children and giving us parents, you know, some great advice, especially to help us through this pandemic on education and awareness just to keep our kids safe and also things that we can instill in our children so they will know how to protect themselves and be educated for their own awareness. But before the break, we stated that we were going to get into the <laughs> Fafa and Glow Glow series and I think those are the cutest <laughs> names. <laughs> and, and before we do, I am going to allow Dr. Glory to have the floor because she is going to bring us a snippet from her book. So Dr. Gloria, you have the floor. Okay, all right. So I just want to say thank you for saying the names are cutest names. I want to explain the name. Okay, so my name is okay. Gloria. I am the youngest the baby. I have a sister named Fabian. And our parents used to call well, she call her Fafa and they call me Global. So basically the book is about, not, not the book, but the series is about um, things that we experience as children. So the first book will be um, ABCs of Child Sexual Abuse and that comes from my personal experience from Child Sexual Abuse. And my sister was also abused, but that's, you know, that's her, that's her story to tell. I'm telling my point from my experience. Um, so yes, a snippet from my book. So give me one sec, let me find um, the manuscript. Do you want to pick a letter if I could read from? 
Sure, I'll be. We'll go easy. Look, but well, well, let's see. Let me do. Let me do G for glow. Oh, glow. Oh, you said that too, for real. Okay, so ABC's A Child's History of Youth is basically a book for children, but children. Disclaimer: Children should not read it alone. It's, it's a lot of information and a lot of a lot of things that children would not understand. So. Parents, teachers, educators, professionals, caregivers. It's more of a read with the child to start the conversation, to educate you and the child, to spread awareness, you and the child, and to prevent abuse for the child. So it's not one thing you can read in one day. It's more so of you come in, you know, tonight, read read a letter, read two letters, talk about it. We have other um activity that go along with the book and then a week or so or two days or so come back read the next letter just so you can educate the child on abuse that way they could be able to know the signs know the warning signs so they could be able to speak up and prevent it from happening to them or if it is happening they'll be able to talk to you about it right I'll find it Absolutely. And I, I like that um, that you stated, you know, that it is something that they need to read along with their children and provide it more as the educational forum, you know, for them so that they can take their time and actually observe, the, you know, the information, make sure that they're understanding and getting it. And it gives them time to, you know, process it. And by the time they get through the book, everybody can have a full grasp of what, you know, this education, this awareness, and this prevention process is. So I love the fact that you stated and you, you wrote it in such a way where they have to take their time going. Oh, yes, it. definitely, definitely. Um, so you said G? Yes. Okay, so G is for grooming. Okay. Oh, Lord. G is for grooming. Okay, guys. I need, look, I need y'all to take out a notepad on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> and of course, this one of the ones with the uh, longer. Okay, so G is for grooming. Grooming is when the abuser will try to be your very best friend and wants you to trust them. They will give you candy and or toys. They will talk to you and sometimes use sexual jokes. They will show you pictures that are not good pictures. The abuser will also get close to the family in order to build trust. That's the letter G for grooming. Now grooming is a tactic that pedophiles been using for years. I wouldn't even say pedophiles. Any offender or any abuser will use grooming for the parents and for the child. For the parent, they will seek out the most vulnerable parent, the one that's, you know, a single mother or struggling or have, you know, a, a couple of, a few, a lot of, I'm not gonna say a lot of kids, but have more than one kid. Um, they'll find one that need assistance financially. They'll find the one that's mm -hmm. either in a DV, which is domestic violence relationship. They'll seek out the parent that need help. They'll go to them. Mm -hmm. 
they will first, you know, approach them nice. They'll be there for them, buy them things, give them money, show their support emotionally. And then they'll go and the real target is a child. So they will first start grooming the parent to gain their trust. And then they'll go to the child. The, the easiest way to get a child to, you know, gravitate towards you is candy, toys. You know, treat the child as if the child is an adult. Talk to the child as if the child is an adult. They will show inappropriate pictures. They will show, you know, pornographic pictures. And they will start to groom the child, make the child trust them, and tell them, this is our little secret. Mm. Wow, absolutely. And I will ask this, in the grooming of the, the parents, um, is it also to build such a level of trust with them that if the child does say something, that it it, it kind of leads to a divide where they kind of distrust their child because they trust what the adults are saying or the you know or the uh, offender is saying? That's a great question and that is happening for the ones that are not part of the family as you know soccer coaches or you know church Mm. pastors or you know anyone that's Mm. not immediately part of the family or not close to the family they will definitely groom the parent Mm -hmm. in a way that will have the parent a hundred percent trust where even if the child will say you know you know he or she hurt me they'll be like no he wouldn't that wouldn't you're you're, come on no and i you know and i can totally see that when you say especially for people on the outside because they put up such a, a mm-hmm. pretense, you know, and if they've done so, you know, so many good things, it's hard for you to to cast, you know, a doubt on them in such a negative light. And then I guess the parents are also kind of fearful, like, okay, if I do say something or address this person, you know, then that, you know, in... I guess in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, if it happens to be a misunderstanding or it didn't happen, you know, then that relationship is severed and I've ruined this person's mm-hmm. life, you know? So, I, I, you know, so I see how that building block, you know, of grooming works towards that. But I, so that's why books like this are necessary to know that in those situations, that's what's going on. It's not that it's not happening. It's not that it was a misunderstanding. It is basically they groomed you to believe they are this way. The the sad part is that it it don't start, you know, from day one. It it happens Mm -hmm. so so subtle and so gradual. Like, it will, I'm not going to say the child could be abused within days. But it could take months, even years, for the person to make the move. So the grooming could happen mm-hmm. for, for a very, very long time until the perpetrator know for a fact that once he do make the move, or he probably making you know small little moves. Once he mm-hmm. make the major moves, he know he's secure and safe that the child won't even you know tell the parent, and the parent won't even think that it's happening. So. The, the parent trusts the person around the child because they're groomed so well that they trust them. And 
they're not only grooming the parent or the child, they're grooming the whole community. This is a person who everybody loves. Right. Everybody knows he or she, you know, always there for them, always up and out, always volunteering, always got the kids, always buying groceries. They're fooling a lot of people. And that's part of their manipulation in order to get around kids and families. Exactly. And, and and it's prevalent, you know, today's, you know, when I say, when you say um, that they're grooming the whole community, that is so prevalent because now with these days and times, you hear so much has come out with like these football coaches, athletic directors, you know, the gymnastics coaches for even the Olympic, you know, the Olympic uh, <laughs> girls gymnastics team, you know, and, um, I just remember hearing it and it's like it's not even that I didn't believe it but I was so shocked like that it had gone on for so long and, you know and and it was like oh my gosh it's almost like it's a disbelief because in your mind you're like okay there are checks and balances for this you know so you, you think as a community okay there's checks and balances for this so this is, can't be happening and then even as you hear it even if it's not directly impact, you're not directly impacted. It's a like a, a blow. Like you, this this is happening. Mm-hmm. This really, ha- you know. So it is, you know, it's prevalent today because you see so much of it is coming out. You know, these even the dance crews. You know, the dance crews have that were even on TV. Some of them had, you know, pedophiles that were working with them, and I, it, it, it was just. It's just astonishing, um, and especially with you know so much now with um, so many kids going missing. You know, it's, it's people you don't even think about. People that you, like you said, they've just embedded themselves in the community, and you don't even you wouldn't even think that this person would be these type of people would be involved in things. You know, like sex mm-hmm. trades and stuff yeah. like that with, with mm-hmm. children. It's it's very it's very scary. So this book is extremely important, and I also wanted you to talk about your YouTube channel, Big Little Talk. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us what Big Little Talk is about, and you know, just why is it called Big right. Little Talk, and, and what it's Big all Little about. Talk, hey, so <laughs> the name basically is to tackle big conversations. With little people, so it's big little talk. Okay. So the first, uh, we have an explainer video on YouTube right now. Doctor Gloria, big little talk with Fafa and Glow Glow. Um, basically, it's it will be me talking with animated characters, well, animated animation, animation. So basically, um, I will teach parents and children how to have the conversation about child sexual abuse, about bullying, about colorism, about domestic violence in the household, about things that will traumatize a child, just so the parents will be able to talk to their own children without the t- well, without aid. So I'll be providing the tools, the resources, and the language to approach the child basically with the YouTube. Awesome. I, I love it. And what I love about it, especially nowadays, is that 
you know, always for as long as I can remember, it was always geared towards the small kids. And that's necessary because, you know, they can be very confused about what's going on and not really understand if it's right or wrong. But because you see older kids that are, you know, being mm-hmm. scared into submission in certain situations that you can apply that no matter how old your child is now you know because it's so it's so much going especially you know then you have the added the added plague of social media where people are you know pedophiles are in their dms you know and it's just so you know and, and that's like you said that's another form of grooming because they're making fake accounts pretending to be celebrities you know and contacting you know these youth and now that one i say from experience mm. because i had someone who made who had a fake account who actually defriended my wow. daughter on instagram and then started trying to dm her and she wow. was in high school at the time and she you know at first she was like she came she just had to you know wherewithal wow. to come and ask me she's like do you think this is the real person and i was like a absolutely lot. not the, 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 block. You, a, a lot of kids don't go to the parent they just take it on their own exactly uncold a lot of things on their own so i applaud her for even going to you I, I do too and I and it scared me to pieces because she at the time was 17 years old you know so it was like at the, you know at 17 you at that age you you think you know everything you can handle it and you can deal with things but she actually was like you know she friended them but then she was like do you think this person is real well they're talking to me and then and I was like oh no you know and it scared the Jesus out of me and I was like oh, no 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 and I said but I'm so glad that you came you know and talked to me and it's one of the reasons why even now like I monitor my kids but I always told them they couldn't even get social media until they were like seniors in high school and I think it worked out well. <laughs> it's just like, no, you can't have it, you know, right now. Cause I just, I, it's so much that's just going on, you know, in the world with these, it's so many people just trying so many different angles to take advantage of young children and you wouldn't even, but it's hard to even keep up, you know? So... I was like, oh, mm-hmm. look, <laughs> you know, I was just one of those parents who was just hyper vigilant about making sure I knew, you know, who my kids were in contact with all the time. So I, I appreciate the series. It's something that I definitely will be passing on um, to all of my friends and all of these good listeners. I want you to get it because, you know, all of us, even if you don't have small children, like I said, you can apply to older kids or you have nieces yeah, and nephews that kids. you, you know. I'm saying from the age yes. two up until they're 18 because mm-hmm. 18, they're an adult. Mm-hmm. But from two mm-hmm. up until 18, these are it's resources and material that no matter what age you are, you still need to know. You still need to be careful. So it might be something where yes. a parent might think they that the kids know and the kids don't know. Especially if you're from, you know, exactly. or, or a foreigner. A lot of people don't speak to their kids directly about certain things. So it's okay because I understand you yes. know, parents have boundaries with their kids. That's why we have a book. That's what we have channel the kids could watch mm-hmm. it without the parent they might sit down and watch it and say oh my god he did that to me mommy is this he, he did it to me i just found out that's not okay 
Exactly, exactly. And like you said, a lot of times, you know, we've just, when you're not the type of person who is, you know, a, a offender or pedophile, you know, you don't consider all the things that they do. So, you know, you don't, it doesn't really cross your mind to say, this is what you need to look out for. So it helps definitely for them to see if they can see it on their own to go back and say, this is what's happening or this has happened or, you know, I think this is where this may mm-hmm. even be headed, you know? So definitely I I appreciate it. I think it's an awesome, amazing venture. And I wish you continued success <laughs> with everything that you're doing. I think that it is, you have definitely tapped into your purpose and I appreciate you taking the time out with me tonight to discuss it and I like I said I just think it was perfect timing for this whole interview to happen because of what's going on right now in society so we definitely will be pushing this because we want to make sure that these parents and these children are informed and they know how to protect themselves and be aware of their surroundings assuredly. So I want to take this time out and allow you to tell us, the readers, the listeners, where they can find your book. If there's any other, you know, information you would like us to know, you have the source right, to let us right. know. So I just had my pre-order sell from the November 1st to the 11th, but I'm thinking about doing another holiday sale in December. Um, you could, I'm sorry, you could um, find me at Dr. Gloria Bozart on Facebook or Dr. Gloria Bozart on Instagram, Fafa underscore and Glo underscore. That's the book Instagram. Also, Dr. Gloria Big Little Talk on YouTube. Um, we have a lot in stores. This book is not just a one, you know, put on Amazon and see what happens. No, this book is actually building a, 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 campaign, a campaign to stop child sexual abuse. We also have with the book a safety toolkit, which have a whistle for children, stickers, empowerment stickers. We have a magnet. We have a pledge for you guys to pledge. We have um, conversation cards. We have activities with black children to see themselves in activities so they could know that it's, it's happening to, 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 to black children, not to, you know, Caucasian kids. So not only Caucasian kids or other kids, but to also to black children. So they see themselves in activities where they could speak to the parents saying, you know, hey, I'm doing this worksheet. I found out this happening. I want to talk to you about it. Um, what else? The book would not be released until um, 2021. Okay. Um, January, late January, hopefully, if everything's go well, based on the pandemic, you know, things are slowing down again. The wave two is happening right now. I just want to say to parents, if, if you're listening, uh, if your kids ever come to you and say they don't trust anybody, they don't like nobody, please believe them and ask them more questions. Ask them what, what, what happened? Do you feel unsafe? Have they told you to keep a secret from me? Um, they did anything that upsets you. Don't just brush it off. Don't just think they're being kids or, you know, being naive or being um, respectful. Talk to your children because their voices need to be heard. 
Absolutely. And that is that is the best information that you can give, you know, a parent. Please don't brush it off. You know, take it extremely seriously because if nothing else, we are seeing now and nowadays more and more that it is definitely prevalent and unfortunately it is becoming rampant, you know, with people. And so definitely listen to your children and, you know, take heed to what they are telling you because the last thing you want to do is shut them down when they are willing to open up because if something is happening and you don't, then they shut back down and, you know, the cycle continues and things get worse. So definitely um, sound, sound advice. And I thank you so much for coming on tonight and just, you know, <laughs> lending us your professional advice and telling us about this awesome and amazing series that we cannot Thanks. wait until it is released. It's definitely, it is needed in today's society. Uh, you guys, and I thank you all so much for tuning in. Like I said, week after week, you guys tune into us and you give me so much joy <laughs> and you let me have it when we're not here. <laughs> but we won't be back for Thanksgiving week. I want you guys to take that time and enjoy your family and enjoy your friends. So if you do want to listen to Get Caught Up podcast during Thanksgiving week, well, you know what? Just catch <laughs> the old episodes. This <laughs> week, I'm pretty sure it's something going if you haven't heard take a listen to something that you have not heard before but we'll definitely be back um after the thanksgiving break and if you are not following the get caught up podcast on social media we are on instagram at get caught up podcast and on twitter at gcu underscore podcast if you would like to follow me I am Author Untamed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. And make sure this Sunday, this will be our final podcast before we go to Thanksgiving. It will also be the season finale of our Socially Conscious Corner. This um, particular episode, we are going to show ourselves some love. So it is going to be all of the ladies on the Socially Conscious Corner on there discussing their Black-owned businesses and five gifts from other Black-owned businesses that you can visit and patron to give some great gift ideas for Christmas and beyond. So be sure to tune into that on Sunday at 7 p.m. Again, I want to thank our sponsors and supporters. GCU could not happen without you. So I appreciate everything that you have done. Again, happy, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Enjoy yourself and eat your great trimmings. And until next time, remain untamed. Good night. <laughs>